1: Very excited to talk to our next guest. You know, Coming on up, you know, Triller is uh, going to be doing something really, really cool. they got a series starting up at the MSG Theater. And Michael the Bounty Hunter is going to be headlining their first card coming up on August 3rd. You guys can watch this on Triller, on Fight TV. Michael, thanks for the time, man. Really appreciate it.
2: What's going on? Yeah, man. I'm glad. Excited uh, to do this interview and um, knock these questions out.
1: Yeah, man. Well, yeah. It's, it's great to have you. So, we were excited to see you down here in South Florida. You were supposed to be on the the Camboses versus Lopez card. But is it is it is it cool that this has turned into an opportunity? Yeah, that was going to be a, a big-time card. People were excited about that, and you were the co-main event. But now this is your own show. Like, that's got to be pretty cool. You're on a, the start of a new series. That's got to get you pretty excited.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, these are the things that um, I I kind of plot and planned on, you know uh, – for Triller to open the door and me to get one, be one of the first people to have my foot in there, uh, I thought was a great opportunity for me to, um, you know, ride the wave, and um, that's what's been happening. Um, with so, you know, I've been getting more opportunities now that the fact that, uh, you know, I'm the main event. It's in Madison Square. You know, uh, they got some extra features on um, around the whole show. I think that it's going to be perfect for me to uh, to get more opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So this is the these are the type of windows and doors that I've always wanted to open.
1: I know in boxing you you probably get used to dealing with the unexpected. Uh, it is as crazy of a sport as it is. But what was it like being in the midst of fight week? You guys are there. And I think it was like Tuesday or Wednesday when we all get the news that the fight card is scrapped. What, like, what was your process of dealing with all of that? Like, did you need to go take a couple weeks to decompress to ramp back up? Did you just keep in camp the whole time? How did you deal with that? Uh, yeah, well, you know, physically my,
2: my coaches kind of uh, tapered me down a little bit because of, uh, you know, the peaking phases and stuff like that. So I, I wasn't able to, uh, you know, work and go hard right away. Um, like I, But, you know, my energy uh, was there. I wanted to. You know, um, you know, continue as hard as I could, but they said you have to taper down and then come back up, so that's what we did. But, um, as far as my energy, my emotions, and stuff, uh, it was good. I mean, this is something that, um, you know, when you're uh, coming from where I've come from, uh, the way I've had to do my career, uh, this stuff is, is happens and, um, it's already in my plans, you know what I'm saying? So, it wasn't too shocking or, or surprising for me. I, obviously, we were all. Everybody was, uh, you know, a little, you know, shocked and, um, you know, appalled. But uh, I think that, you know, it just goes with the territory, you know.
1: Was there, <laughs> was there anything you did uh, differently in the lead up to this fight because of how that fight ended, like COVID? So uh unpredictable i know down here in south florida we're much more willy-nilly we're more open so we're doing things uh which i like it's it's more relaxing all that type of stuff but did you find yourself having to be more cautious because that kind of just got dropped out of nowhere like did it make you do anything different yes yes and then
2: absolutely we had to be a little more cautious for uh uh for the training because you know uh you know Tio was uh, in Vegas, you know, and then we got uh, Tyson Fury in their camp. They were also in Vegas. So it seemed like there was some something going on in there. That's where I'm from. That's where I train out of. Um, so, uh, you know, we definitely had to be a, a lot more cautious. Uh, and, you know, like you said, we, we want to be willy-nilly. And, um, you know, but, you know, when, when it comes to the, our money and all that and everybody's, you know, trying to get paid, uh, you know, you had to take uh, extra precautions to to get that checked, and that's what we got to do. So yeah, we we definitely um, made the gyms a little more private. Uh, you know, sanitized them a little more than usual for the for the month that we were in camp.
1: I saw you uh, train down here in uh, in Delray Beach a little bit. Uh, w- what brought you to training in South Florida? Was that just because the fight was down here in Miami?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I, uh, one of my, my coaches, uh, Gary Clark, uh, uh, is, is, lives down here and he goes to that gym. He trains fighters out of that gym. So it was an easy, um, transition. You know what I'm saying? I, I was still right at home. I, I did my, uh, actually it was when I fought Usyk, um, I, I did a camp, uh, out in Florida. That was one of my first times doing the camp. So, uh, it was kind of just the old familiar scenes and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, the fight was out here. You know, the climate is a lot different. I mean, the fight was out in Florida. The, the climate's a lot different uh, from Vegas to uh, Florida. And, uh, you know, I usually like to get out if, if it's a drastic change. I like to get out there and, and let my body take some type of adjustments um, to the, the acclimation. So, which was good. I, I really felt like uh, I was at a real perfect um, peaking time at that point. Uh, I still feel like I'm in great shape, um, you know, but it's just been a little bit trickier uh, to, you know, abstain the, um, you know, your the total uh, package of everything. You know, we already had everything planned. I've already had paid, um, you know, sparring uh, partners and all that and all in the budget. So uh, we had to kind of refinance and revamp some things. But uh, we're definitely going to get the job done.
1: We're talking to uh, Michael the Bounty Hunter. You guys can watch him August 3rd, Fight TV and on Trillers. They're starting up their fight series. Uh, They're doing it from the Madison Square Garden Hulu Theater. And this is the first start of a series. Michael Hunter is going to be main eventing, so you guys can catch him there. And uh, so, Mike, are you curious? uh, You've been in there with Usyk before when you guys were at Cruiserweight. Uh, uh, It just announced that he's going to be fighting Anthony Joshua. Are you curious to see how that goes? Like, Does that interest you at all to see kind of what the ultimate test is of a guy who went from, from cruiser to heavyweight against Anthony Joshua, or is it all about you? Like, you don't, you don't think it's going to pay any stock or pay any mind as far as that's concerned.
2: Yeah, no. either way, I'm going to have to fight probably both those guys at some point. Uh, You know, uh, Usyk fight is definitely uh, not too far in my radar, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, just because of the revenge, uh, but yeah. I, I don't really know. You know, I, I've told everybody that I don't really think the fight's still going to happen. Um, but it, I mean, it looks like it's going to go through, um, but we'll see. Uh, I think that, you know, if, uh, no matter what the winner, uh, it is, it doesn't matter for, uh, to me because I still have to kind of kind of do what I have to do to get to these certain fights. You know what I'm saying? Uh, There'll be a lot of things, um, moving parts. If Joshua loses, and, um, and 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 if he wins, there'll still be a lot of um, things that need to be in play. I know they'll probably be pushing for the Anthony Joshua, I mean, um, uh, Tyson Fury fight. Um, so uh, we don't never really know how the terrain is going to go, but uh, that's why I just try to stay consistent and, and you know stay, uh,
1: yes, yeah, stay to the law. Why didn't you? Uh, why didn't you think, or why don't you think the fight was going to happen between Usyk and AJ? I
2: just think that's really a, actually a bad fight for uh, Anthony. Um, I, I, I just yeah, I just don't think that that's a really good fight. I think people are basing it off of Usyk's not looking so good in his last performance, and then Anthony Joshua looking better, and um, you know with the Pulev fight. But I just. Uh, you know, and you know they're English fans. Every you know England, you know they love. The, you know they're big supporters of their people. Um, and uh, I just think that that would be a bad fight when it comes to boxing. You know, I think Joe Joyce would have uh, had more of a competition for for Usyk than Anthony Joshua.
1: Is, uh, I don't want to use the term frustration because I don't always want to make fighters feel like they're disgruntled about stuff. But when when you have big goals of being heavyweight champion of the world and you have these big names and it feels like they're all kind of mapped out. Oh, these guys are going to fight, you know, 2021, 20, 22. How do you deal with that, Michael? As, as a guy who wants to knock on the door, we've seen this kind of like with Dillian White and guys who just want to kind of get into the game for the title. And it feels like it's kind of amongst three guys right now. What do you, do you, how do you, I guess, how do you handle that with your career with, uh, with, with yeah. it, it being amongst the same three guys over the last maybe four years or so? Yeah, yeah, it is frustrating
2: because um, I've, I've been in the ring with all these guys. I've, I, you know, I've had experiences and they all know me, you know what I'm saying? Um, they know what I'm capable of. And um, it is very hard uh, coming from a boxer. But as you you know you start moving into the boxing, then you start noticing that this is more of a, box, a business, and um, you know that will once you have a little bit of knowledge into that, it will it will settle you a little bit more because you know that you know it's not personal. You know what I'm saying these guys are just uh, you know doing what's good for them. It's personal for them, you know. So I, I think that I just had to get on the business wave and kind of force it. it. Is really, it's it's unfortunate that. Uh, it is like how it is. Um, and, you know, we have uh, the promoters who dictate the situations um, instead of the fighters, um, because I think if it was that case, then fighters would fight a lot more. Uh, but I think that, um, yeah, it's not really a fair, uh, you know, we the fighters don't really get a fair shake when it comes to that. But, uh yeah. I just got to keep knocking and knocking and knocking. You know, I feel like I've done this since the start of my career anyway. Um, So this is nothing new to me.
1: Before we get you out of here, man, you guys can watch Michael uh, Hunter fight on August 3rd on Triller. They're starting up their fight series on Fight TV and on Triller. You guys can uh, catch him coming out of the Hulu Madison Square Garden Theater. Tell me about the Predator mask, man. How did you come up with this? Uh, this entry. This is the mo- one of the most badass entrances I've seen in boxing. The the Predator. Head- where the hell do you find a Predator head? And where did this come from?
2: Uh
1: yeah, I got them custom
2: made. Uh, cost me a pretty penny, but and I and I actually I missed some of the uh, wardrobe on actually at that fight. Um, but you know the theme uh, behind it is is the bounty hunter theme. You know, uh, Predator was a bounty hunter uh, you know, we have a couple of uh, other more bounty hunters that we would like to come out to. Uh, so that was one of them that I just had picked. I felt like that was going to be, you know, that was a good one to get out. And, um, you know, my whole, my, my brother uh, is also a fighter, Keith, the bounty hunter. And, um, you know, um, and my dad, my dad is the one who started this whole thing. He used to come out with the handkerchief and this is before they even, you know, had like, you know, showmanship and, and boxing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that he used to come out with the cowboy hat and the the scarf over his face Um, and that old school Western, old duster, um, you know, bounty hunter look. So we've just, uh, you know, it's it's 2020, uh, you know, so we're just trying to put different, you know, different spin on the bounty hunters. That's all.
1: Well, I love it, man. We're looking forward to your show coming up August 3rd. Go watch Michael Hunter fight. And uh, we're looking forward to watching uh, the rest of the journey, man. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, we we'll love you.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?